0: Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! Hello, welcome to the most dangerous podcast. This week is our Christmas special. How are you, James?
1: Happy Christmas, you filthy animal.
0: <laughs> Happy Christmas.
1: What's that from? Do you remember?
0: It's from Home Alone. It is, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Are you, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, I can't fun. wait, can't wait. Um, yeah, I've not started drinking yet. I thought it would probably be best to record this first. And <laughs> um, I have. I'm, half half you. cut. Yeah, I'm You're always half-cut. <laughs> um, have you been a good boy this year? I've been all right, yeah. I've Been all right. The kids haven't been happy because me, you know, we've talked about in the past changing my job and being a bit poorer than I was uh, before. So, yeah, so something's uh, not coming. You get a sack of coal, yeah, sack of coal. Um, but it's amazing you realize how you know you realize what your importance in the family is when you haven't got enough money. <laughs> well, co- coal's,
1: coal's pretty expensive these days, I think. You probably still get it 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 yeah. for a, for like a fair, a fair <laughs> profit,
0: yeah, it's quite a good investment. Some coal, um. But yeah, that used to be the threat, wasn't it? When you were little,
1: you'll get coal for Christmas. Yeah. Mine was fruit and veg.
0: Fruit and veg. <laughs> yeah.
1: It wasn't coal. I think my parents probably realized that coal was like, you know, <laughs> I can sell it or something. So yeah, it was always fruit and veg. And I remember one year, um, so uh, we'll probably go into this, but usually I, I used to get like a stocking in bed, right. you know, cause I used to wake up dead early. And uh, one year I had like presents in the bottom of the stocking, but on top there was like three tangerines got it so i pulled out the first tangerine okay and then the second and then the third and then it was like mom (laughs) Mom, i've got fruit and veg santa's a bastard
0: (laughs) have you seen there's um a youtube video of a guy that tells his son that he accidentally sent the shopping list to santa instead of his christmas list no, and uh, a wee boy starts opening the presents and it's like tins of beans and ham and stuff like that. <laughs> that'd be a great Christmas. I'd love that this year to be honest. Yeah. A weekly guess, shop. a be, shop. Yeah. yeah. I'd be delighted <laughs> with that. Um so so yeah christmas it's a it's a wonderful time of the
1: year um, it is and i suppose we're doing a bit of a special because it's christmas eve and wow. there's probably not many people who are thinking oh what podcast can i listen to on christmas eve because everyone's, everyone's either in the pub or busy wrapping presents. Yeah. so we do a bit of a a bit of a off-the-cuff special i suppose and then perhaps you can listen to it while you do it cooking your christmas dinner or whatever uh so a slightly different structure this week. Yeah. yeah. There may be some people
0: listening to it on Christmas Day on their new well, you don't get iPods anymore, new phones or whatever. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. On the <laughs> new Atari ST. A mini disc. <laughs> well yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, so Christmas Day, you're in the kitchen, yeah. throw a podcast on. That's this one. It. If else? you've
0: already got there, Merry Christmas. <laughs> So, so, what does Christmas mean to you, James? I mean, I know we normally do the history of things, but the history of Christmas, I think most people know. Um, yeah, yeah, you'd
1: be surprised if
0: um, I didn't know the history of Christmas. Ah, so, I'm interested, what does it
1: mean to you? Well, it's a funny one, isn't it? I suppose, like, it's a bit of a... it's licensed just to get pissed isn't it i think (laughs) you know you start drinking at half eight get on the books fizz at half eight in the morning you don't stop till you pass out after dinner but i suppose i don't know i used to when you're a kid you really enjoy it don't you because it's yeah yeah. it's exciting and you know i was spoiled as a child and used to get everything usually get everything that i wanted Mm -hmm. and i suppose as you grow up and, and get a little bit older Uh, perhaps uh, like a later teen or you know in your your 20s it doesn't really become anything does it it's just another day Mm -hmm. Uh, perhaps spend it with your family but i think when you have children it kind of becomes exciting again because you enjoy it through them that's it absolutely so like my best christmases have been the ones when i was younger and then the ones sort of in recent years when my children have been growing up Mm -hmm. so yeah it is a a full-on piss-up and i absolutely love it and, and I, lo- I love the excuse of just waking up and going do you know what i'm gonna have some champagne with orange juice in it <laughs> but i also love just the getting together and just have just taking just putting the brakes on i suppose and putting yeah, everything yeah. on hold and everybody's doing the same and i know there's not going to be any work emails to attend to when i when i've had the day off or you know or everything just stops and i just love that that sort of refresh, if you like, that breath of fresh air, just that deep breath and go, ah, oh, I've made it another year. Excellent. That's it. It's, it's closing the year, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um... I think so. I mean, I prefer it much more than new year's, which I'm sure we'll, we'll come on to a later date, but yeah. Yeah. I just, I just love the whole sort of family element of it and it's just, everyone just gets together, I suppose. It's just, mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's a necessary thing in society this is going a bit deep this right (laughs) I think you know many people might know that before it became a Christian thing there was a pagan festival that was sort of the end of winter or or it's like 21st is the shortest day isn't it and it's like a celebration almost of like okay well this is the end end of the dark days and now it's a refresh and the days are going to start getting longer Mm -hmm. before you know it's going to be summer so I think as a, a from a human element from from uh, society's point of view i think it's a necessary thing to have at the end of the year where everyone just goes fucking hell (laughs) (laughs) we're done now let's start again let's have a refresh let's do it again that's
0: it what you just said about the pagans here—it's really interesting i've never actually thought about that but you know back you know thousands of years ago the the winter was all about survival it was stock Mm -hmm. up your food let's get through this winter see how many of us are still alive the other side of it and the shortest day of the year is the depths of the winter but they know after that date things are only going to get better again there's going to be more sunlight the crops will start to grow so it's a really interesting point that is yeah that, the closing that's of it. the year that's and the, the, start the closing of the, of the year. year and then you've yeah. got
1: the three days from the 21st to the 25th which is kind of just mm-hmm. the celebration time you know you can look into this if you, if, you're mm-hmm. in, you know, if you want to and then the 25th is when you go right okay let's go again let's let's redo this and then the days start getting longer yeah and and <clears throat> you know i know that's not what it is now but it does for me feel like that where you kind of just take take that breath and go right okay we're all right here. Yeah. we're doing all <laughs> right and how about you what's christmas mean for you then Christmas,
0: a lot of what you said. I mean, I'm not not a religious person. Um, I I don't see Christmas to me as a a religious festival. Um, I respect everyone that that does see it as a religious festival. Um, But to me, just like you said, to me, Christmas is that sort of time where everyone takes a break, you know, everyone sort of switches off. And I know some people do work over Christmas, but they don't have the same sort of pressures as that. You know, they get home from night, home at night, and it's Stick on a Christmas film. Do you know what? Let's not do that tonight. Watch a movie. Let's have a drink. And Christmas Day, that, you know, certainly in the UK where we live and, you know, a lot of countries, it just shuts down for a day and it's wonderful. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I love Um,
1: it. And I'm quite lucky in my work um, in that my whole sort of industry shuts down for a week. mm -hmm. So I finish sort of a couple of days before Christmas and I don't go back in till the third or fourth of January so I have a good couple of weeks there where I just completely stop and it's no, no other time in the year like that happens yeah. unless I book it off as annual leave. but yeah it's just and, and the whole the whole industry does as well so mm-hmm. when we go back we're all in the shit going fuck like, <laughs> <laughs> it was off offered two weeks no one knows what's going on but yeah you know it's just one of those like Christmas day particularly mm-hmm. um, when everything you know you pop your head out the door and it's silent there's no cars on the yeah, road okay. and you know well, hardly any cars there might be one or two passing or something and that's people going to other people's houses and stuff it's not people stressing and going to work it's great mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's a yeah it's it's a wonderful time and we we've always had family businesses um and again we do tend to sort on 19th 20th we tend to shut down we used to open the shops between christmas and new year and it just wasn't worth it Um, So we tend to shut down till the first couple of days in January. And with having a family business, I could book two weeks off in the summer and go on holiday, but I'll still get emails. I'll still get shit to deal with, phone calls. And as you know, the greatest world in the world, you can't, in a family business, no one can do the job like you. Um, Whereas Christmas, it really does shut down, like you said. I don't get any hassle, don't care. Um, And I can just relax and spend time with it. Time of the family, and it's that sort of Christmas day. It's got when did a last phone auntie, so and so. When did a last phone granny? You know, and you just sort of touch base with people. Are you all okay? Um, everyone's in lovely. a good mood. you know, Yeah,
1: that's it. Everyone's had a beer. You know, ah, everyone's yeah. up for a party. It's brilliant. Um, so, <clears> tell <throat> me about your typical Christmas day then.
0: Well, as as you know, um, I don't know the listeners know. I'm I'm what
1: you would call a blended family ended that's that's very uh that's very uh modern isn't it yeah that's i i don't call it that i call us a jeremy kyle <laughs> jeremy kyle family
0: <laughs> um but we have myself and laura we had two kids each when we met and then we had our own little monster um so the the sort of ritual is one year we have them up until christmas day Five o'clock Christmas Day. they then go to the other parents, right. and then the following year we get them at five o'clock on Christmas Day. So you alternate. So we alternate. Yes. Yeah. So when we get them five o'clock Christmas Day, we do a whole Christmas Day again on Boxing Day. So they wake up, get their presents from Santa, and we have Christmas dinner. So you have two Christmases
1: potentially.
0: They do. Yeah, they do. Oh, lucky, um, and this year we have them until five o'clock christmas day so what we actually do is we have christmas dinner on christmas eve right then they wake up get all their presents on christmas morning but we don't have the hassle of christmas dinner because they're going at five and we we try to do it one year and they open all their presents then at two o'clock you're kind of right christmas dinner let's get all that organized then it comes to five o'clock and they're going and they haven't played with their presents. yeah
1: yeah yeah so
0: yeah so we just have i mean that's kind of a
1: good stuff. way of doing it isn't it because mm-hmm. i suppose you get like a day across that period where you can just yeah. put your feet up and go no kids mint that's yeah, it yeah Yeah. so i mean it's then the kids get the best of both worlds because they got get showered with loads of gifts i Absolutely. imagine <laughs> you know from both sets of parents and all the rest of it so so, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I don't get mm-hmm. no respite me. See, I just, like, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, technically speaking, I also come from a Jeremy Kyle family. Um, but uh, there aren't other kids involved. They, I live with my children and, and my partner. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a case of it's the usual Christmas, which I'm sure millions of people experience, where it's the three o'clock start. So we sort of, Christmas Eve, we've got a bit of a tra- tradition where I (laughs) take the kids to the pub (laughs) 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 and my partner stays at home and wraps the presents. And then I come back from the pub and what usually happens is my partner goes, you've been in the fucking pub all day, I've been wrapping presents, I'm not having this anymore, I'm going to bed and you're wrapping the rest. So (laughs) I end up staying up till about one o'clock in the morning finishing off wrapping the presents. Yeah. And then get woken up at about half past three in the morning by the children going, "He's been." When I say I take the children to the pub, I don't mean I take them for a couple of pints. I mean we go for some <laughs> something to eat. And, you know, I have a couple of pints. Yeah, you know, taking for something to eat and just to get get them out of the house because they're, they're bouncing off the walls by this point. Yeah, so yeah. I take, if we have a, have a meal. It's become a, a bit of a tradition. We go for some like a some pub grub. You know, the two for mm-hmm. eight quid or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, and then hopefully by the time we get back, they're sort of worn out and full. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, So I I always, well, yeah, for the past five or six years, it's usually about three hours sleep on on Christmas Eve. So I'm looking forward to that one tonight. Oh, it's painful. I mean,
0: in our house, you can imagine, so there's five kids, right? So five kids queuing up with... Toys in those horrible plastic packaging that you can't like, you why cut not do you can't undo? Why do they sew Barbie into the packet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she's got like a thing around her neck, you I know, know. Like, like, like she's been kidnapped. <laughs> I think that in
0: China they've watched Toy Story too many times and they're kind of scared that the toys run away when they're in transit
1: <laughs> or something. But you can't even cut them. I, yeah. I like every Christmas, like well after Christmas, I have to buy a new set of scissors because <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, all the,
0: we've got all the kids queuing up bickering wanting the, the next toy out and stuff and
1: <laughs> that's what it is. have, isn't it? oh don't open that now no don't yeah. to do that now save it save it keep it <laughs> um, yeah and then you know there's
0: wrapping paper there's tiny little doll shoes and bits of shit everywhere yeah. it. so, and it's
1: just and counts. that's when your yeah. hangover kicks in <laughs> um, I always but, get moaned at because like as soon as we get up, I'm like straight yeah. in the kitchen and we get I get a bin bag, Yeah, right, and everyone yeah. goes, "Oh, here he is, the <laughs> Grinch!" <I'm> like <laughs> it takes us,
0: it takes us about a week to wrap, and then yeah, it's it done in like ten minutes. Yeah, ten uh, minutes, it's
1: done.
0: I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So what? What about when you were young? Um, are there any sort of? Did your parents have like a? You know like a ritual a way that you did it and...
1: yeah i mean I, th- I think it gets passed down doesn't it like through yeah. generations so, like pretty much what i do with them is mm-hmm. what was done to me so yeah we have a stocking for the kids well, that's mm-hmm. what this is what i used to get like in, in our beds and they would, it would just be shit things you know like a couple of pin badges and sli- yeah. like a tub of slime maybe some <laughs> stickers you know like uh, some chocolate coins all that crap yeah uh and that was supposed to entertain me and my sister so my sister's mm-hmm. uh four or five years younger than me so she'd come in to me because she'd always wake up first yeah. she'd come into to me oh, it's uh, and then we'd open those and that, that was supposed to entertain us for like about four hours <laughs> you know it, it, <laughs> you know do you remember those um like jelly hands that are on yeah. a stick, and you like kind of like just flick them, and they stick to the wall,
0: left marks on the paint. Yeah,
1: yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Just, and then you know, after four hours, you're a bit bored of that. <laughs> and then it'd be like, okay, yeah, my mom and my dad would be like, "Okay, we'll go downstairs at half eight. Mm-hmm. No, I think it used to be nine o'clock, which I thought was really harsh. No, it's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe i maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah, round right about that so 8, 9 o'clock. It was never mm-hmm. earlier than 8. Then uh, then we'd go downstairs and then that would be like our main presents. Like yeah. I said before, we were really spoilt. We would get pretty much everything we wanted. Then and, and you'd go in, there'd be a big pile of presents and mm-hmm. and you'd go for it. And what one thing that we used to do, which we don't do here, uh, is that Santa, we'd get Santa's presents in the morning. Right. And then we'd have our Christmas dinner. But Uh, then we'd get some more presents in the afternoon, but they would be from like family. Yeah. So they kind of divide it up. Whereas here, it's a bit like what I think maybe it's sort of mine and my partner's um, traditions combined, I suppose. Whereas here, it's like a free for all. They just get everything in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. And and then like their grandparents come over in the afternoon and then they get some additional gifts and stuff. Yeah.
0: That's how we work. The grandparents then bring like another batch from them. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, when I was little, it was always my dad went down to check if he'd been, and he'd come back up and say, "Oh, he's been." Yeah, and, sit down, uh, sit down there, yeah, don't move. Just uh, a wee, a wee funny story. I don't know if you remember this. I asked for Championship Manager ninety-seven, ninety-eight uh, for do Christmas one year, yeah, and I found it in my mum's cupboard, <laughs> yeah, in like, know. like October or something, yeah, and tried to install it and realized that my PC wasn't good enough and had to say to my mum, you know that game I've asked for Christmas, I have a feeling my PC is not good enough. And she had to go and get some more RAM in it and then installed the game. And I think probably with you, we hammered the life out of this game. Uh, we played
1: a good full season before Christmas, oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. And I've Christmas Day,
0: I opened it and my mum's like, you're not wanting to You not to go and play your new game? <laughs> Oh, God, completed it, it. <laughs>
1: season four. <Yeah. laughs> it's,
0: it's fine. No, it's I fine. Do remember Quiet, that. I time.
1: remember that. And uh, yeah. I also remember one time uh, we mentioned on a podcast back in the well, early December, November maybe. Uh, I know chap, where you're going. Yeah, a chap called Nicky. Hi, Nick. Again, this uh, <laughs> is where the where of, worthy of a mention. I think we mm-hmm. were around at his house, probably sort of early December ish and we used to play hide and seek. (laughs) And I remember one time, I think it it was me, wasn't it? Uh, I went to hide in his mum and dad's cupboard, I think. Um. Uh, I just sort of stepped into the cupboard. (laughs) 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 And under my feet, I just heard crunch, crunch, crunch and rip. And there, it was all of his Christmas presents. And I I just stood on them all. Okay, so the most important moment of Christmas day is the dinner of course it is all right christmas dinner yeah everybody loves, i mean it's basically just a roast dinner, but everybody loves Christmas dinner i think i mean <laughs> I know, do they i mean I'm not even that keen on turkey to be honest but what do, what do you do what's your kind of ritual for christmas dinner
0: well Chris, Christmas dinner um we have we have everything that you have for christmas dinner the normal stuff so the pigs in blankets and you yes. know stuffing mash parsnip all that sort of stuff but we don't have turkey
1: do you not no see just before you carry on pigs in blankets i don't know why they they aren't a thing all round the year I, I, like I do they're bollocks like i, I make them for myself sometimes See, so in yeah, the summer, yeah, we're
0: great. having a barbecue. I just make pigs and blankets. Yeah, barbecue. yeah.
1: It's just so weird. They're just sort of yeah. confined to this one particular day, and you don't usually mm-hmm. have them. I mean, you can't really buy them in the shops, can you? If Apart from around about Christmas time. Yeah, it
0: tends to be around about Christmas, but you can buy sausages and streaky bacon.
1: Yeah, yeah. is true. Yeah. Just make it, make it yourself. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's very weird. Um, so what do you have instead of turkey? We have
0: beef and uh, ham.
1: Oh, so, right. Yeah, so, we tend
0: to get like a like a maple, a maple gammon joint and a roast beef joint. Um, all right. So
1: yeah. yeah. We have, any any particular reason?
0: It's nicer than turkey. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's a good reason. I
0: mean, one year we actually cooked just a chicken, in case anyone wants a little bit of that kind of meat. Mm. I think that's when we had Laura's parents made a few. You know, probably about twelve of us. We did a, a chicken. We did beef. We did ham. Um. Did a few things, but plenty of dead animals on that table. <laughs> um, I don't
1: know how many people did you have round in the end. I think there were twelve of us. Twelve. If I remember right? right. Yeah. yeah not, my place isn't as hectic as that, but we always go for the turkey because, well, it's tradition, isn't it? You know, you've got it to is. Have to, I sort of, uh, at some stage, I do want to get a goose. A goose, because, yeah, because that, that's tradition, isn't it? That's what everyone used to yeah, be back yeah. in the Victorian times when Christmas became a thing. So, and I've never eaten goose. Yeah, you know, but I suppose I don't want to cook it, and everyone hates it. So we well, just do. Yeah. Though, I and mean, one year we did do a duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it wasn't a, a duck; it was duck. <laughs> for each person, you know, just yeah, for yeah. something different, because turkey is pretty. It's a big dry chicken, isn't it? I suppose like, you know. it is.
0: I, I don't, I don't get my Christmas dinner and go mmm turkey. I can't wait to eat my turkey. It's the yeah.
1: sausages, it's all the trimmings and the yeah. roast potatoes and yeah and all that stuff. That's it's it. not the meat, is it? It's just everything that goes with it. And again, but going back to what we said before, it's it's just everyone just being there, understanding it, it. That's a good it. meal with everybody. Um, I know you're a bit well. You used to be a bit fussy with food, so do you eat? sprouts, no I don't eat much I eat the turkey, the
0: gravy that's uh, it (laughs) parsnips, potatoes (laughs) potatoes. parsnips, potatoes pigs in blankets I I I tend to have about 20 pigs in blankets and then I have later on probably another 10 12, maybe more um, I'll just eat them all day
1: yeah, dip them into your
0: Heinz hoops (laughs) (laughs) no, do you know, Branson's fruity brown sauce Oh, Branson's. Little, Branson's brown sauce comes in a little square glass bottle.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen that before, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good, yeah. What, on your Christmas dinner?
0: No, just for my sausages. Uh, my oh, sausages I was
1: going to say. That. The Christmas yeah. dinner's got gravy all over it. You're going to find the police, then. <laughs> <laughs> can't. So you don't eat sprouts. You don't even have one sprout. I mean, that's kind of a rule.
0: I honestly don't think I've ever eaten a sprout.
1: They're, they're, I think they're all right, they eh? More have like been all year. Yeah, I think they're quite nice. I mean... Sometimes, I, my mum used to do this. She used to like absolutely boil the shit out of them. They just end up being like just mushy balls yeah. of, of water, like mm. cabbage water. But if you cook them properly, they, they are tasty, man. They've got like a, a certain flavor, you know, just yeah. take a bit of sort of getting used to. But uh, yeah, it's our, that's the rules in our house. Mm. Everyone's got to have at least one sprout. Really, every Christmas because it's because it's Christmas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then we, yeah, so, and then we move on to the pudding. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, does anyone like Christmas
0: pudding? Uh, Laura likes Christmas pudding. She's the only one that eats it. Um, and and yeah. I've I've already, you know, this 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 Christmas, I've she's probably had several. Um, as soon as they come out, I start buying them for her because she'll just eat them. You know, as a nightly thing as a pudding, not the mince pies, Christmas pudding, yeah, the proper Christmas pudding, yeah. You
1: get little ones, single ones, single serving Christmas pudding. Um, I I remember like once, right? I must have been in my mid twenties or something mm -hmm. like that, maybe sort of late twenties, and I was like, I had no money. I was like so poor. I had about thirty p in the bank or something like that. So I couldn't I couldn't afford to buy myself it it was the middle of summer mm-hmm. right and I couldn't afford to buy myself any food like this I was like I'm not even joking yeah. I was proper like down and out uh, I wasn't expecting any money to come in for like, a couple of days couldn't afford even like a, a potato from Tesco like mm-hmm. it was that poor and I went to my cupboard and in my cupboard there was a, a Christmas pudding <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had that for my tea. Oh, uh, it was like you know, fifteenth of July or something. And I just ate Christmas pudding for my tea because <laughs> I was so poor. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I prefer. I, I really like the sort of brandy cream that you put on it.
0: Yeah, Laura, Laura tends to get the like the cream as opposed to like the the butter or the, the sauce. The butter, yeah, it's like, like the fresh. When you breathe cream. in, it kind of like gives yeah. you like a bit of a.
1: Yeah, I do like that. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like. Christmas, sweet things in general really mm-hmm. I mean I just absolutely gorge on the dinner and then by the time it comes to Christmas pudding I'm just absolutely stuffed so don't usually eat it, then let my dinner go down and then we have a, mm-hmm. a cheese board is this something you do? A cheese board um, yeah,
0: do you know, we, we recently um, the other night we went to one of the Christmas um, Christmas markets where they sell all the Chinese shit and pretend that oh, it's yeah, all yeah. handmade and stuff um, <laughs> and, <we'd, laughs> and we were I just love trying the cheesies. Oh, can I try that one? Can I try that one? Um, and we always buy probably it's usually like three for fifteen quid or something. We always buy some of the cheesies. Um, That's exactly it exactly. Yeah, it's three for fifteen pounds. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. um, this year we got lime and chili. Oh, um, all right, nice. We got sticky toffee pudding cheese. Okay. And we got one that was just called, like, gunpowder or something. It was a really mature cheddar. <laughs> gunpowder. gunpowder. It's gunpowder gun- <laughs> gun for my arse, I'll tell
1: you that. <laughs> there was. I had one last year. I think it was last year. It was, like, cave cheese. Cave cheese. Yeah, so it had been matured in some caves in Wales. And yeah. it was lovely. Like, yeah. really good, you know. Um, like, in the dark dump. <laughs> sort of depths, bowels of the earth. It's just like, it was just It's so... A Distinct flavour, yeah. Not many people, not many people liked it. Uh, I did. I
0: so like, like it, it when it's got you know the little gritty bits in it, that kind of real mature.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: getting that this year. We always spend some time at Laura's parents' house. Um, and uh, her mum's always got a big slab of Wednesday Dale with cranberries. Um, oh, uh, yeah, um, I'm not keen on that actually. No, I, I like it, I make a pick of myself. You know that you. thing where you're walking back to the table and you think, everyone's looking at me knowing that I've been up here seven times before. But yeah, I just, I
1: just stand by the table. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't even sit down. Just, just a stand seat there. up to the table. <laughs> um, but
0: yeah, I could, I could eat a lot of cheese and chocolate. I, Christmas to me, I, I've my Christmas has failed if I haven't eaten chocolate
1: orange. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like we make an effort to gift each other a chocolate orange, yeah. like that's kind of our thing. It's, it's weird because like, you wouldn't buy one in
0: June, but they're there. Yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all
1: well, you can buy them all year round. They yeah. seem to go on discount over Christmas. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably why. It's, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, cheese board that makes the day mm-hmm. and after that, in fact you should try this this year unless you've you probably already done it but you know that Christmas cake that you get that's yeah. really stodgy and like heavy? Hmm. and I saw this on a Jamie Oliver program a few years back and I've done it ever since so you just take the, the icing and the marzipan off it so you've just got the block of cake Yeah. and if you have that cake with the cheese and the crackers it is awesome <clears throat> I bet it is actually, yeah, yeah it's really nice, it, it goes so well together that's a top tip for any listeners out there <laughs> it's probably a bit late now given it's Christmas Eve but yeah. next year Or if you see any Christmas cake on sale,
0: (laughs) well, one of those kind of, you know, the meals that you make when you're alone, (laughs) those kind of.
1: Yeah, no, it works. You just put a slab, Uh, just a bit of cake on the cheese board, and just go try that. And I bet (laughs) you, you'll you'll do it every single time because it's really good. Well,
0: I have the cinnamon and raisin bagels with a slice of cheese on them.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of the same same thing. Yeah, yeah, it really does work, and I can't I can't. Shout about it enough. It's really good.
0: There you go. Listeners, email us, let us know what you think of James's Christmas cake with cheese. So James, after your Christmas dinner's done and everything's settled down, the dishes are on the side waiting for someone to wash them.
1: Um what do you do next? Is it a movie? Yeah, well I mean to be fair, I tend to do I do the cooking right. and I tend to do the washing up. <laughs> and the reason being is that my partner's family live quite nearby right so they come over in the afternoon and it's my way of not having to talk to them <laughs> <laughs> so i just go into the kitchen and close the door mm-hmm. put on a good podcast and good you podcast, know and, yeah. yeah like this one and then you know do all this stuff so i do the dishes and mm-hmm. then the the grandparents can mess about with the kids and you know and whatever and then when all that's done I come back in. Uh, this is round, but this is usually around about sort of five-ish in the evening by yeah. you now. It does. It's quite exhausting for me, actually. Have you
0: noticed? And this was probably more as a child than an adult. Christmas Day is the longest day of the year.
1: It is, but that's because I'm up at half past three in the oh, morning okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to bed till half past three in the morning on Boxing Day. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very long day.
0: And I think you eat your Christmas dinner quite early
1: as well. So you think it's about eight um, o'clock and it's like five? We tend um, to have, have ours around about sort of when the Queen's on, right? Yeah. So around about three o'clock, just so we don't have to watch the Queen. Mm-hmm. Well, she won't have to <laughs> this year. <yeah>. <laughs> 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 well, that, that'll be interesting. Was it was, was it a King's speech last year? It must have been.
0: It must have been because she,
1: she didn't, didn't die this year, did she? No. Yeah.
0: Oh well, I think it was. Fun. I've I've never
1: watched the Queen's speech or the King's speech. No, I haven't. Like I said, we we're, three o'clock. We're eating, <clears> so <throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm not having them disturbing my food. I man. know what you do. So what you do
0: is you go. We'll eat when the telly's shit. So the Queen's speech is on or the King's speech. So now we'll turn the telly off and eat. Yeah,
1: and we'll, that's what.
0: That's turn what it back on when Home Alone or the Griswolds is on or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what we tend to do. So like uh, I'll, I'll end up. eat eat around about 3 o'clock and Mm -hmm. I'll go in and wash up reasons I've just stated when I've done all that the kids are usually exhausted by then Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll come back in and then we all just sit down and we watch telly and now my partner's uh, it's it's kind of like my mother-in-law we're not married but we've been together for so long it might as well be she's quite into her soaps so we'll end up watching Emmerdale and (laughs) Corrie and then then they'll usually sort of bugger off after that. And then, yeah, we'll just pop a film on, like, you know, my favourite... Die Hard. Die Hard's my favourite Christmas film.
0: I mean, I, I know there's,
1: so, there's some debate as to whether it is a Christmas film, which we perhaps has been done to death, and maybe we should do that another day. Um, it's that, to. or Elf, or, you know, the usual suspects.
0: I have to admit, I've never seen Die Hard. you what? I've never seen it and do you know I've never seen a James Bond film
1: either what Mm -hmm. oh my god man Die Hard is perhaps one of my favourite films regardless of whether it's a Christmas film or not so that's a must this year so when you've got all this time off over the next couple of week and a half or whatever just watch Die Hard just watch it watch watch it tonight on your own it's that good (laughs) it's that good and the Bond films I mean the earlier ones are just cheesy as fuck but the Daniel Craig ones they're like Actually, really good films.
0: Really mm-hmm. good. I did. I started to watch one with my dad, and then lost interest. I'll be honest. But, um, but no, I've I've watched some of Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's the second yeah. one. Yeah.
1: Didn't we watch that together?
0: I think so. When he,
1: you seen you seen that one? When you? he has
0: to walk about with a sign saying "I hate yeah. black." Yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. I've seen some of that one. Yeah, with Samuel um, Jackson. That's that's a really good one. Like the second um, one's a bit sort of. They try to do what they did in the first one. It, yeah. it works. It's kind of good, but the first one's an absolute classic. Alan Rickman in that film is just the yeah. best bad guy. But yeah, you've got to watch it over the, the whole day period. Oh, yeah. I will give it a go. So, yeah, and then that's our day, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all worn out by that point. We had yeah. to go to bed. And then I just put my feet up and finish off my Johnny Walker that somebody <laughs> usually gifts me. Aye. I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah.
0: <coughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll i be honest, I, I haven't really drank much for the last couple of years, um, mainly because it's just life so busy and the kids are so much hard work and stuff like that that sometimes by the time I sit down at night, it's 11 o'clock, I look at this bottle of Jack Daniels I've had for about 18 months and think, do you know what, I can't even be bothered, pouring one. Yes. um mm-hmm. But I will, I will drink on Christmas. Um, it's weird. I find Christmas Day is a day that, for all you drink all day, you don't actually get pissed because you're eating all day and you're busy all day and you just kind of yeah. you have this wonderful sort of fantastic drunk all day where you're never actually
1: drunk. It's, you kind of sort of balance it out. I think so. Yeah. You start getting yeah. a bit drunk and then you just end up eating loads of food, mm-hmm. and then you're so full up you start drinking a bit more and it's kind of yes. this kind of like scale. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> sort of scales between sort of being full and being drunk, and by the end of the day, you're just absolutely done. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and then you just can't move, can you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
1: that, I mean, that's that's happened a few times <laughs> where you're know, literally just so full <laughs> of of booze and food, I just end up sat on the couch. Yeah, I can't even be bothered going to go into bed. You know. <laughs>
0: um but my my christmas films are the, the griswold's is number one griswold's a classic vacation and it's... a lot of it just clark griswold kind of reminds me of my dad in a lot of ways Um mm. and reminds me a bit of myself now actually as i've started to get older Um <laughs> and there's a little it, bit of clark in everyone i think yeah i mean i've fallen off the roof putting the christmas lights up and stuff like that and I could show you a picture of the twenty-eight plugs I've got plugged into one adapter here and <laughs> stuff like that. Just trying to trying to make it good
1: for the kids. Um, Such a great character because essentially oh, yeah. we're all just winging it, aren't we? And we that's, are, what, yeah. that's what that brings out. I think you just watch mm-hmm. this guy and you think he's just winging this, yeah. but then you sort of reflect on your own life and go, that's "Yeah, it. I'm just winging this
0: as well." Actually, he's he kind of absorbs everyone else's hassle, doesn't he? And like tries to just deal with it himself and. Yeah. you can tell all he wants is a bit of peace so he's never stops working because he's just craving this bit of peace that he never
1: gets yeah, yeah. it's a great film that all yeah. <laughs> right so that was an insight into our christmases i hope you all have a wonderful time yourselves but fraser as it's christmas eve and i won't get to see you on christmas day because you know we've all got our own commitments yeah uh, i've uh, i've bought you a couple of gifts actually a couple of gifts thank you yeah yeah i mean yeah it's the most dangerous uh, podcast so it's, don't open them too quickly my... i think one <laughs> right. of them is a world war Two bomb so uh... <laughs> right here we go
0: what's the first one you've got me Go on, then you're going to open A slip and slide. That's wow. right.
1: Slip and slide, slide. You
0: must Not, have seen these before. I've seen them. Not really ideal for December, but I've wow. seen these, yes. <laughs> I was have... going to say that. You can put it in your garage until yeah. You know, summer. Um, and, uh... Yeah, we we, we, we kind of made one of these in the garden with a bit of DPM for wood flooring. And uh, <laughs> there's still like a trench across my grass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, so it, for people who aren't aware of a, a slip and slide, so mm-hmm. it's a, a children's toy. Uh, it was invented by a chap called Robert Carrier, uh, managed, fa- manufactured by a company called WAMO. And WAMO, uh, yeah, they deal with outside toys like frisbees and things like that. Right. Yeah. Um, it's an old school toy. Um, mm-hmm. It's it first sold in 1961. that The one that I gave you is, is a recent one, so don't worry. Right. About okay. It, yeah. it's, it's definitely fully functional. And uh, you, you, everybody's seen this because you see them in like these frat party films or something like that. <laughs> you know, like it's basically just a long sheet of thin plastic. Yeah, jackass. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just play it on the floor. Uh, there's like tubes running along the side of, of this bit of plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you connect like a garden hose to the tube. So yeah, everything's in the instruction fraser, so you don't have okay. to. Okay, no, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so basically, you just put plug a hose into the side of it, um, and then that'll spray water onto this sort of bit of plastic, um, and then the surface, the the, the lying, the flat lying <laughs> bit on on the ground, becomes really really slippery. Right. Yeah. Is it worth adding some fairy liquid to it? Uh, I think it's slippery enough. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. that actual plastics um been treated with some right so it's extra slippy and then so you just take a run up and just feck yourself down this thing and throw yourself down if you can put it on a hill it's even better because you just yeah yeah. you go flying and i mean there are some variations of it i mean some newer ones do Mm -hmm. have like swimming pools at the end and you can just slide i haven't got the money to buy you one of them i just got (laughs) you the basic one yeah, this just yeah it looks very basic, but thank you. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um I should warn you though, it's quite dangerous actually. Is it dangerous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How really? is it dangerous? Well it's it, it's well it's for children. Um <laughs> So yeah, it's it's like it's for 13 year olds and not adults. But, right. I mean, okay. Maybe your kids should use it. It's not dangerous for them. The problem right. is that like when if you run and take a dive onto this, mm-hmm. you might suddenly just stop. Maybe it's not damp enough. Maybe it's not wet enough. Oh, or, right. You know? And if you if you stop, you know, maybe you're sliding on your feet or on your tummy or whatever, and if you just stop, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it could cause you some serious injury. Yeah.
0: That's very
1: dangerous. It is, yeah. And in fact, uh, so like I said, it was released in 1961. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've got some stats between 1973 and 1991. Right. Uh, 13 year old and seven adults suffered neck injuries or paralysis wow. uh, while using this this toy. I actually, like paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I was yeah. going to say for life, but it usually is, isn't it? It usually is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, the manufacturers um, have tried to sort of sidestep this risk. Right. Uh, because they do, if you look on the box, it does say. Um, the, the the toys only for children, right? Okay, uh, but I mean it's kind of very subtle there.
0: You know, so, are children? So, it's all. Is it okay if they get hurt, or is it? I mean,
1: uh, how come it, adults get hurt but not because children? when when you it's the weight of the adult basically. Right. So just don't let a fat kid go, <laughs> go on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, because the weight of the adult sort of stops the you know the plastic sort of gets stuck right. on the ground basically, yeah. and the adult just suddenly stops. Uh, whereas kids generally are, are lighter, so they'll just kind of fly down this this thing. Um, that's,
0: um, that's mad, because whenever I see slip-and-slide videos, it's, it's always adults I see on them. It's
1: always pissed people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. what happens in 1987. A chap called Michael Hu- uh, Hubert, he, yeah. lives in Win- he lived in Wisconsin. Is that how you say that? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, he had had a couple of beers, and he used his neighbour's slip and slide. He ended up suffering from a broken neck. Cutted. Yeah, he was 34 years old at the time. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I'm just going to read this because I, I did kind of just lift it on the internet, but it sounds really bad. Uh, so <laughs> it says the 34 year old was left with left and let me start again. The 34-year-old was left an incomplete paraplegic. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a bit of a diss, but it's pretty harsh. Basically, what that means is he had limited ability to walk and use his hands. But I just don't don't, don't like the phrasing of that.
0: He paralysed himself wrong.
1: (laughs) That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Yeah, (laughs) I didn't like that at all. But basically, he broke his neck and he couldn't walk. Or had limited ability to walk. Um, he actually ended up suing the company that, um, that Gee, made that, that's annoying, really. That someone could sue a slip and slide company for getting hurt. Yeah, well, wait till you find out how much he got for it. <laughs> oh. So he ended up suing the company, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get sued. As far as I'm aware, he had a couple of beers, and he just threw himself down this slide and broke his yeah. neck. He was a bit too heavy, and, and the slide stopped. Made... Right. Uh, the company mm-hmm. offered him $250,000. Right. Uh, he rejected that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the case went to trial, and he ended up being awarded $12.3 million. $12.3 million. Dollars. Yeah. I mean... Because he's an idiot. Yeah, it did change his life, I suppose. I think at, at the time there wasn't mm-hmm. that warning that's on your box saying, if you if you're not a kid, don't use it. Right. I think right. it was just more of a free for all, um, but it was declared in that mm-hmm. case that it was the slip and slide was defective and unreasonably dangerous. Right. Um, and that that was at the time. You know, that's 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1988, uh, a, um, a Florida student, um, University of Central. Florida. Mm-hmm. Let me start that again. Sorry. In 19, 1988, a University of Central Florida student named mm-hmm. Robert Goldstein. Uh, he also broke his neck on one of these slides. Right. Uh, he sued as well, and he was awarded 1.6 million in 1995. 1. Yeah, so I think that's probably they have a cheaper lawyer. <laughs> maybe well was a student. You can't afford nah, that yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, yeah maybe they they did did something with the warning on the box or right. something like that. I don't have all the facts here um but essentially, if you're not a kid, don't use mm-hmm. it um and enjoy I hope you've got life insurance i I actually
0: am quite well insured um uh, all right that's why I bought you that yeah <laughs> my family'd be much
1: better off with me dead <laughs> yeah. if if you put me if you put me down as beneficiary okay yeah, I'll sort that out for
0: you. <laughs> um the, the 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 suing suing culture the suing thing, I don't really like because I think that people always seem to try and whenever something happens it's whose fault is it? it's always yeah yeah fault, who's to it? blame um, and like
1: it always seems to be like, like maybe it, it i suppose the, the big cases that come to light mm-hmm. are because the the person suing is one, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but there, there must be occasion. Like, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. that he sued because he's been an idiot and he's thrown yeah. himself down this slide. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's why it's a big deal because everyone's looking at it, going, <laughs> "Like, you know, what a dick." See, w- was he drunk? Did you see? Uh, as far as I'm aware, he
0: had a couple of beers. Yeah, it, so it I think like, as soon as he's had a couple of beers, he should lose that case because he's
1: yeah. inebriated or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, twelve point three million for throwing yourself down a slide—awful lot of money, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tempting.
0: (laughs) I know. I got this. um, I haven't got it anymore because I couldn't afford it. But I had three insurance policies: a life insurance policy for like eight hundred grand or something. If I die, then you know, Laura and the kids are sound. I had one where, if I'm off work for a long period of time, it pays my wages. Yeah. And I had another one that was like a one-off. So if I get cancer, I get like 80 grand straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And I was looking at one. Loss of finger or toe, I think was 12 grand. And I'm well, thinking, times are I hard. I put, <laughs> yeah, if I put a new blade on the chop saw. So I don't reckon oh, yeah. you would feel it that much. Because I mean, I, who needs a pinky? Yeah, a pinky. So <laughs> this year, we're going to go on holiday. So that's one pinky. Next year, <laughs> yeah. these <laughs> a new car. Yeah, that's, and the pinky. Pinky. that's two pinkies. I mean, the next finger, do you really use? I think uh, you use three, three fingers. I think they might like, start to get fingers. a bit suspicious. Yes. It's like Mister Smiley. Okay.
1: This is now three <laughs> fingers that you lost. Yeah,
0: we're going to take the chop saw away, Mister. <laughs>
1: um, but no, slipping slide. That's, that sounds quite dangerous it does yeah so just yeah. you know, when you get it out in the summer i'll be over for a barbecue and for one of them pizzas because they were fit um <laughs> yeah we'll get the slide out just yeah. don't go on it looking forward to it
0: yeah don't get pissed, don't go on it as an adult unfortunately i'm no longer 13. um so so yeah i'll have to give it a miss or not sue if i get killed or something Yeah. Um, do you know another thing? This is the suing culture. It, it really annoys me that you can't buy. If you buy a paddling pool for your kids, the paddling pool is ruined by all this black writing all over it saying there's a fair chance your kid will die playing in this paddling pool in about a hundred different languages. And it kind of it says that it's a fair it. chance kid <laughs> will die. If I'm you're not, sure, not watching it all the time, you know, but it's it's just covered in all this writing, and that that's to save them being sued. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But I I think there's a an element of natural selection in this, you know. I well, think yeah. we got you know, bottles of bleach don't drink stuff like that. I say take all the labels off things like that, and 40, 50 See years who lives. from now, yeah, we'll yeah. have a much more intelligent society.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's you know? like oh, you drank bleach, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, rocking serves. You're right. We just felt the world get a bit lighter. So Someone can... that
0: drinks bleach is never gonna be a president. Or you know.
1: Yeah. What like good is... is he to society if he's going around know. drinking bleach? Mm. Anyway.
0: Um we'll so present, yeah. I've got a present for you. Um
1: here you go. Thank you very much. Oh, it's a Gilbert Atomic Energy Laboratory. Just what I've always wanted. It is, James. Yes. Gilbert Atomic Energy Laboratory.
0: Yes. Um, I've managed to pick one of these up on eBay for you because these actually date back to the 1950s.
1: Oh, right. The Cold um, War.
0: The Cold War, yeah. Um, so, do you remember at any stage in your life, did you ever get like a little chemistry set?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I was going to mention this. Yeah, I did. Yeah, (laughs) I had like little strips of magnesium in it. Yeah, yeah. and then you get what is it? Sodium? Is that salt? Isn't it? Sodium. Yeah, sodium something. And then Um, you'd you'd get like these test tubes of stuff, and it'd be like sodium. Like, and And there was the one that went like dye the ceiling yellow when you burnt it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and mean, my dad was well into <laughs> his chemistry and he got me one. Like ah. with a Bunsen burner and stuff. Like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> see me me and my sister, we, we were given one and ruined the kitchen worktop. Yeah. Um well this is is the nineteen fifties equivalent. Um and it right. was a kit it was created by Alfred Carlton Gilbert, um, who was actually an American athlete magician, toy maker, businessman and inventor so he's fingering Um,
1: a lot of bias did he not think that like you know nuclear stuff was quite dangerous
0: well I I don't know if it was you said it was the cold war time I think maybe he was thinking let's start them young learning how to fuck about nuclear stuff yeah make a bomb (laughs) make a nuclear bomb let's get the kids doing it start chucking them at Cuba Um, he was also the inventor of the well known erector set Uh, what's that a rector set, and I wanted to just leave it there, but you've actually <laughs> got it. It's basically like a type of mechano. Um oh, right. That sounds like some sort of like yeah, a building toy. set. Yeah, an erector set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You I can want to build my erection. Um but yeah, um, so Gilbert basically believed that toys were the foundation in building a solid American character. So, you know, it's toy was very educational and stuff. Mm. The atomic energy lab. Um, basically, it contained a cloud chamber, allowing the viewer to watch alpha particles travelling at 12,000 miles per second.
1: Fucking <laughs> hell. I, I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's basically mucking about radioactive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in your house. In your house, yeah. Uh, there was a
0: spintharoscope showing the results of radioactive disintegration on a fluorescent screen an electroscope measuring the radioactivity of different substances in the set um and back then it actually sold for 49.50 which is equivalent to 600 pounds now really and yeah yeah so it was Christ. a posh kid toy so um
1: yeah that is a posh kid toy isn't it i mean he's yeah. got that sort
0: of money now you ready this is what it contained it contained uh, a geiger counter and a is that
1: is that the thing that goes like yeah, it's a clicky thing. Counts the radiation. Yeah, yeah. Why would it need one of them? In because it's. <laughs> well,
0: um, it, it contained an electroscope, a spin spinthariscope, um, the Wilson cloud chamber with short lived alpha source in the form of a wire, right. four glass jars containing natural uranium bearing U238 ore samples.
1: What? How, um, well, I, um,
0: um, wait. No, wait. <laughs> wait. Uranium,
1: yep. uranium, yeah, that's natural like, uranium. You know, have you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, sorry, I got confused. It's plutonium that he like charges. The, the I car. thought it was uranium, it's, isn't it? I'm sure it's plutonium. Is Well, I don't know, but whatever it is, and whatever this is, it's nasty shit. I'm sure they use uranium in the nuclear power plants. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Simpson goes on about it. Yeah, uranium. In Uh, the nuclear power plants. Plutonium for time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
0: mix them up. You'll blow your car up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's got some low-level radiation sources. uh, Some beta alpha, pure beta, gamma. It's got nuclear spheres for making a model of an alpha particle. Um, Whoa. And it's got the obviously a manual. Um, it's got a, a comic book introduction to radioactivity. Yeah, because this is funny. <laughs> um, a book um, about prospecting for uranium, so you can go and find your own. Um, and uh, <laughs> and why would you want to do that? <laughs> and three C batteries. Um, that's why it's so expensive. You've seen the price of a C battery is about five each now. Are those the uh, square ones? No, the big, big round ones. Big. Oh. Big why do you need the batteries things. for the Geiger, Geiger counter probably yeah um, so yeah so basically in, in short it's it's a little kit for kids to muck about with radiation uh, yeah
1: a little radioactive kit um,
0: for, to, <laughs> to sterilise all those young children yeah yeah control the uh, the growth of America <laughs> isn't it? Um, but, shit now, that <laughs> is heavy stuff man Here's something that says, amongst other activities, the kit suggested playing hide-and-seek with the gamma ray source, challenging players to use the Geiger counter to locate a radioactive sample that's been <laughs> hidden in a room. <laughs> no way.
1: No way. That's um, insane.
0: Now, you gave me some wonderful stories of people that have been injured and hurt and stuff with your your toy that you've given me. Um, there isn't actually any recorded incidents with this kit. Um, mm-hmm. But but the reason they actually banned it is... Because it, it, it's, it's really fucking radioactive. Yeah, that's that, why. That's <laughs> it. I mean, years later, there could have been couples not able to have children and not knowing why. Um, people that started to get a receding hairline at 14. <laughs> <because> <laughs> doctors there going, did you ever have
1: one of it. those radioactive yeah. things when you were a child?
0: Why my kid got seven arseholes? You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: three arms. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. But, yeah, I, I had I had to give you one because, you know, I know, I, like I said, I haven't got a long list of people that have been hurt by it, but, God, that's dangerous, surely.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. Surely. I'm starting to feel a bit ill, actually, after opening that. Yeah,
0: I've noticed yeah. a lot of your hair started falling out. It's...
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems to have sprouted from, like, <laughs> a
0: third arm on the side of my body.
1: Problem. That'd be high.
0: I could use a third arm, actually. That'd be
1: quite no, handy. No hair and a third arm. Uh, well thank you Fraser. no problem enjoy I, I, I think <laughs> I'm not not sure I, I, that'll probably go in the loft yeah yeah and then you know keep the loft warm keep the loft warm and then maybe in like 3,000 years time oh, and it hasn't degraded in any way like <laughs> future generations will find this like Uranium all right. Well, thanks for that, Fraser. As I say, I'll hide that away somewhere so the kids don't find Very it. Well. Um, so I've got just one final gift for you because it's Christmas. So I was feeling pretty generous. Okay. Um, so here you go. Lawn
0: darts. Yes, lawn darts.
1: Have you heard of lawn darts before? I
0: actually have. Yeah. Uh, thanks for giving me another garden really? toy in December. Um <laughs> I well, I know you're very outdoorsy. I I I have I've heard of lawn darts. Um
1: but I don't know a lot about them. Are they dangerous? Uh, okay. It, well, it's it's a it's a game for two people or two teams. Two teams, like. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so you can play it again with your mm-hmm. kids. I would recommend it, but you can <laughs> um it's you should see in the box there, there's uh four large darts. Yeah, each. These, these are massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what colors they got they, they, I think they're usually sort of red and yellow or something like a red and blue. Um, it's basically darts, it's a similar sort of concept to darts. Or did you ever play that game with the horseshoe where you kind of sort of throw it and on a pole? Sort of yeah, kind of yeah.
0: Around? Um, there's a name for yeah, it, I can't there, remember be... what it is.
1: Yeah, it's like a really old fashioned yeah, game. Yeah. I mean. Like a cowboy game, isn't it? It's a similar sort of concept. right So the darts that you see there that they're twelve inches yeah, long, big. so thirty, 30 centimetres, the big focus, Quite heavy, like, big plastic Quite heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're weighted at the end like normal darts. Mm-hmm. Uh should have three plastic fins on yeah, yeah. the end of them. Um and basically all you need to do is you just there's two targets in the box as well. Okay. So all you need to do when you get a chance, when it's not snowing, <laughs> you put the targets on the floor okay. and using your underarm, you throw the dart into the air as high as possible. <laughs> it sounds so safe. And the weight on the front of the dart should sort of pull it round. Right. And the idea is it's, you hit the target with the dart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty
0: straightforward. Yeah, there's no chance of any accidents happening when happen well, darts in the air, no.
1: I mean, how old's your youngest again? Three. Yeah, there's no chance then. There no. There. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's a chance because it's a really stupid idea, isn't it? Like it is not it Like, If you're throwing, randomly throwing heavy, large darts into the mm. air, there's a potential that they're going to fall on somebody's head. See, I, I thought
0: that lawn dart, you would throw like a javelin, away out in front of you. So nobody go that end of the garden where chucking the darts, but you're telling me you throw them up high in the you air. Go
1: on, that's what I've read, yeah, you go underarm and you sort of like throw them up in it, so it loops right. up and down. So you can let them because go if you, you can throw them like a javelin, it's not, it's only it's, yeah. it's going to go in sort of sideways into the target, isn't it? So if you loop them up underarm, okay. the idea is it sort of the weight carries the dart down to hit it like a dartboard.
0: Right. So you uh, let go a second too slow and they're coming back down where you're standing.
1: Uh, well, yeah, it takes a bit of practice. Yeah. So uh, maybe do it without the kids first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, there is potential there for it to land on someone's, someone's head. Just like it did on April 5th, 1987, uh, when seven-year-old Michelle Snow was killed by a lawn dart thrown by one of her brother's playmates in the backyard of their home in Riverside, California. God. Uh, yeah, so the dart went up, came down, uh, penetrated her skull, Shit. and caused a massive brain trauma. Ugh. I can't I, so, I can understand the massive brain trauma. Yeah, so it just basically just went in the top of her head and killed her. Jesus. Um, it, it just, it's just stupid that like, who thought this was a good idea? Like, you know you're throwing big spikes <laughs> you mention you mentioned javelin yeah. before and i remember doing javelin in in high school mm-hmm. and that was scary enough you know you've got like no i know like 14 13 14 year old people throwing these big poles around yeah. like to a you know into into a field where no one's there this is like you know imagine like a crowded sort of back garden you know you said like you know you've got loads of children and stuff and yeah if someone just throws something up and not, not be looking of course it's going to cause some damage so absolutely just ridiculous and um, now Michelle snow fart Michelle snow's father mm-hmm. David snow um, obviously began He's obviously pissed off as you would mm-hmm. be for want of a better word uh, so he began to advocate a ban on the darts um, claiming that there was no way to keep children from accessing these darts, you know, if, they, if they're about, yeah, yeah. kids are somehow going to get them. Um, and then partially because of his lobbying to, to US Congress, mm-hmm. and this is America, you know, um, In Dece- on the December, December 19th, 1988, um, the Product Safety Commission introduced an outright ban on law darts in the US. Right, hmm. I don't have the UK figures. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure they're banned here as well. Oh, but, yeah, in the previous eight years, um, so eight years before they were banned, mm-hmm. 6,100 <laughs> Americans had visited hospital emergency rooms as a result of lawn dart <laughs> accidents. This is a children's <laughs> toy. You know, this is a kid's toy. Oh. Now, 81% of those visits, yeah. those accidents were 15 years or younger jesus and half of them were 10 years or younger a load of kid kebabs in the hospital totally like yeah, yeah. and during the week when that commission voted so there's this lobbying and then they, they're making the decision now during that mm-hmm. week uh, an 11 year old girl in tennessee uh, she was also hit by a lawn dart and fell into a coma oh dear see uh, I, again uh... th-
0: this, this is me being grumpy and stuff. But I go back to the parents. I think nowadays, well, I think back then as well, uh, parents buy toys and they just think, well, it's a toy. It must be safe. But Yeah. Parents shouldn't, even if it's sold as a toy, shouldn't be letting their
1: kids knock about in the garden with these things. Um, I would. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I think I cut this bit out. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. I think in this case in the Michelle snow case. Mm-hmm. I think it was bought as part of a kit, right. like a, you know, sometimes you get these sort of garden play kits mm-hmm. and it's got like rounders or yeah, cricket yeah. and, and uh, it's balls, bats and balls. And you play, play a hundred games with these things. I'll have to sort of don't quote me on this. So I'll have to double check, but I think it was part of one of like a set like yeah, that. Yeah. And it just had these darts in it. And then like, and then it, it was in the garage. Mm-hmm. And then These kids just found this kit and went, Oh, mint, yeah, let's do this. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I, I do get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at them and you think, These just cannot be safe, oh, like, yeah. there's just no way that these can be safe. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, even in, in 1997, um, so this is some years after they, they were initially banned, um, the CPSC C- P- S- mm-hmm. which is the Consumer Product Safety Commission which initiated the ban yeah. uh, back in 1988 uh, they had to issue a reminder to say look by the way these are insane toys like do not use yeah. them um, because a 17 year old uh, it's not 17 year like old a 7 year old mm-hmm. uh, was injured by a dart um, which also pierced his skull shit and uh, yeah, and then they just said, "Look, if you've got them, just get rid yeah. of them." But um, so yeah, so have fun with those. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you could get a beanbag and throw it up in the air and see where it lands. Well, exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no need to have these. I mean, they, these days, so you can still get them, mm-hmm. but they've been reimagined. Right. So now it's just like a weighted. They're just weighted. There's no point on them. There's like the, no, on the or something. Yeah, yeah. So you know you get things that you just throw up and then they've got a weight on them and, mm-hmm. and so you, you kind of that's the reimagining reimagining of mm-hmm. them so there's no pointy spike they're not darts anymore basically for, for good reason. Do no. you know my dad when he was young he
0: had a steel ball that was um, not like tennis ball size probably golf ball size solid steel ball and he always told me a story he was in Airtown Centre it was quite busy and he was throwing up and catching it and he decided to just feck it up <laughs> the air as hard, hard and high as he could feck up. well way up into the sky but he lost track of where it went he threw it <laughs> up. and he just yeah. heard
1: yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's that's
0: dangerous isn't it <laughs> and he, he said he just ran never heard that yeah
1: caved someone someone's in, yeah, possibly yeah yeah i mean that what well, that would hurt Steel Bob Bearing just coming down on the head.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Remember we were shooting the marbles or the catapults and that guy came running out. Was it marbles we were we shooting? That, no. We were got the catapults and we were down the back path and we were just fuzzing marbles for like miles. Marbles? A <laughs> <laughs> I don't that shit. and a guy came running out from one of the little paths and he was like, hey! Have you seen boys throwing stones? And we said, "Yeah, they've just run into the woods over there." And he like ran over into like the Duke's Drive, the woods.
1: <laughs> that's quick thinking, that wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> I think we awesome. were well, well rehearsed. Um, <laughs> so that's your presence, Fraser. I hope you like them. Thanks very much. Um, they are uh, summer games. Mm-hmm. So you've, at least you've got you know a good six months to live. Yeah. So uh, I'll break my neck on my slip and slide while the kids are murdering each other. Each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, James, I've got one more for you.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. I do like presents.
0: Here you go, James.
1: Ooh. Box of Magnetics. Magnetics, yes, my favourite. <laughs> Magnetics. What are they?
0: They're, they're a construction toy. Um, so, as you can see on the box there, they're little long plastic pieces with um, little metal, well steel ball bearings, um, oh, right. and the the ball bearings themselves and the little sticks are actually magnetic. So, oh great! I
1: love magnets. Yeah, Lisa. I don't. I don't want to say I love them, but they're a bit weird. They, they are a bit weird. Yeah, it's like a
0: it's kind of it's just weird how they like
1: to stick. Just together. A, yeah, how does it? How, yeah. does, how does it happen? Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah. So what you do is you get the little sticks and put the ball bearings on the ends of the sticks, and then you can add another stick to the ball bearing and start making triangles and squares out of them, and build some nice bridges and towers and stuff. What a Oh, that's oh, that's
1: my that's my boxing day sort yeah, of. There you go, you can build like the Empire State Building
0: and stuff like that and out of them. But um what you don't want to do is is start swallowing them like a lot of children were doing. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Because um the tiny little ball bearings, uh, with them being magnetic, um they're they're quite tempting for kids to put in their mouths um yeah um, of course
1: like kids like little things definitely they? it yeah. seems that it's weird that with kids isn't it like a default position to put things in them oh yeah I they mean... find
0: something what's this this is weird i'm gonna put it in my mouth <laughs> yes yeah,
1: like, that's the last place to put it yeah. yeah yeah
0: um although I, I still put things in my mouth um <laughs> laura will tell you uh, that she said she'd never known someone that in one month could get a staple through their tongue three times.
1: <laughs> what? Staple? How have you, you stapled it, your tongue chewing three staples. times? And then it goes through your oh tongue. no, that's you can't. I can't. Um, but why? But you know, staples are not for chewing, Not for chewing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no,
0: I mean Teddy. Teddy's three now. Um, he's still bad for putting stuff in his mouth. You, just, yeah, you can yeah. tell there's an expression on his face and it's like, what's in your mouth, Teddy? Um, <laughs> so what happens if the children actually swallow these well, things? Well, if they or... swallow them, they, they make their way down through the stomach and stuff and then into the intestines, which, as you know, is a long, thin tube that's that's yeah, it's yeah. Got miles, is it? it's yards and yards and yards of this, this intestine. So, yeah, surely it just comes out the other end, doesn't it? Well, it would if you swallowed one of them. If you swallowed two right. of them, the... They meet each other in the intestine, but in different parts of the intestine, and the magnets then stick to each other and create a blockage in your intestine, um, which can actually... The power of them can actually pierce the intestine wall. Bloody hell, really? infections and bleeding and stuff like that, and and death, yeah. Death? death, Yeah, it can cause death. From just from swallowing magnets? Absolutely, yeah. Um, Goodness me. So, so yeah... um, some magnetics, and they, do you know, they've, they've not actually been banned. They've put warnings on the box.
1: Yeah, this seems to be the case with a lot of these crazy toys. Um. They just kind of like, you know, who would have thought that toy manufacturers were kind of like only interested in their best interests and not the child's best interests? Know, How weird! That's, isn't? Yeah, that's strange. Isn't it? But the thought of just going back to this, the mm-hmm. thought of that, must be so painful. Like if you swallow a couple of magnets and basically your insides are just getting twisted because of the the magnetic force, I suppose, (laughs) like in you, that's horrible.
0: See, it's not like a quick death, like a lawn dart to the brain. This is like... You probably have the kid complaining to their parents for days. Oh, I've got a belly ache, and parents got like, oh, to fuck off. You've always got a belly ache again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> get, right. get into school Sunday night. Of course, you got a fucking belly ache, um, <laughs> but. But yeah, I mean this, this is this isn't like a fast death, this is this is agony and surgery and stuff like that. And, oh god. Um, but if
1: it goes so far like you know, surgery on like intestines I suspect it must be very, very difficult. It's very dangerous because the intestine's full of bacteria. It, um, um, yeah and you know, it's right, it's proper in your gut, isn't it? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd have to go in deep. It's literally full of shit, isn't it? Um Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but the the official the first recall was actually issued after the death of a small small child and four serious injuries requiring surgery. Um, God, and these things are still on the shelves. They're still about, yeah. They're still about. Um, in two thousand and seven, they recalled over four million sets. Um, but like I said, you know, they they have they are still about. Um, they've changed, changed, yeah, changed yeah. them, changed them a little bit. Um, yeah, they've rebranded it. You fool. Yeah, I've given them a different name. <laughs> Um, but they they reckon at least fifteen hundred incidents um, were reported from, and
1: four million sets were recorded. Four million, four million? Know, yeah. Jeez, imagine if we get four million followers.
0: I'd love to sell four, 4 million. million of something. Yeah, just for a pound Like um, <laughs> that'd be that'd do me for life. Um, no, it doesn't say it here, but I actually thought they should put that. You know, like the little disc batteries that keep killing kids. They've started yeah. putting that nail biting stuff on, so they taste horrible.
1: Oh yeah, um, I think that they did that to like Nintendo Switch games, yes. I think, didn't they?
0: I noticed that because I was holding a game in my mouth when I was doing something yeah. with Murray, and I
1: like, "Oh, this tastes absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they taste um, disgusting. Like, yeah, so maybe I don't know how I found out. I think I think I was doing the same thing. I, in fact, no, I tell a lie. I did hear just actually bored one night licking your games. Yeah, no, they, no, I. I I, I think when it first came out, there was like some people were saying, "Oh yeah, don't look at them because the taste disgusting." Yeah. So me, being me, went, "Yeah, we we'll got lick to lick it." <laughs> Do
0: you know uh, you mentioned the square battery earlier? For the first time in ages, I actually had a nine volt square battery. Guess what? The first thing I did with it was put, your put, put on my it. tongue on it. Yeah. Oh, I was changing it in the smoke detector. That was it. Standard. Standard. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. this.
1: <laughs> and then it's like Teddy. <laughs> Yeah, you come here. <laughs> do that. I do that all the time. Like you know, not with like stuff like that, but like you know, spicy crisps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I love <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: <coughs> Teddy quite likes spicy stuff. You can't get him with stuff like that. Have you had the Perry Perry pot noodle? Uh,
1: yes, I have. Uh, I think the Bombay up. Bad Boy is
0: like stronger though, isn't is it? it? Um, yeah, I think so. Perry Perry one's pretty fiery. Teddy eats
1: that without flinching. Really. Um, I got these, um, and these like the I think they're Walker's Walker's Max. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the flavour has been around for a while but they're sort of hard to find. Mm-hmm. Jalapeno and cheese. Oh right, yeah. And they're like they it's it's a really nice flavour. It's one of those where like you eat loads and then you go oh, eat a few, oh that's spicy. Then after about five minutes when the heat wears off, you're like, they're nice actually. <laughs> so yeah, I'd give my daughter one of them for days, she's like Do you remember
0: Doritos did the roulette? Some of them were cheese, and the odd one was like really, really hot. Oh, yeah. Um, I was a bit pissed, and I ate a big sharing bag of them once (laughs) and forgot about it the next afternoon when I went to the toilet.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't mind spicy food going in. Yeah. The next came out. God, it was bad.
0: So that, there you <laughs> go. Oh, <there's> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the magnets. I'll make sure yeah. I don't eat them. Enjoy your Christmas, everyone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's your presents. I hope you enjoy. Um, Wonderful, best Christmas ever. Oh, yeah, go and play with your nuclear thing and <laughs> yeah. make your kids taste the magnets. Um, I did. I, I had a look at just just a couple of other, couple of other little toys that were dangerous while I was. Um, looking at this and I know you've done a bit of research as well. What about the aqua dots?
1: Aqua dots. Yeah. I did have a look into those as well. Um, They they were coated in GHB. GHB.
0: Yeah. Also known as the date rape drug. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. yeah. So basically aqua dots are, you'd have a, like a square thing, I suppose, which you put the dots in and you make a pattern or like a shape Mm -hmm. out of it. And then they were coated with this thing. You spray them with water, and they all stick together. together it, yeah, but the only problem was well it was g h p yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um now apparently it's i've I've been sedated at the dentist, and apparently that is the same stuff, and it was quite a nice experience, so I was tempted to go and suck some aqua beads and see if I chill out a little beads. bit
1: yeah I think there's- perhaps easier ways to get hold of GHB if you really, really wanted to. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't look good if you're knocking
0: about asking someone if they've got some GHB, <laughs> does it? Well, that's
1: true, yeah. Um, so it, you know, if you're knocking around asking someone for some aqua be True, it's true. <laughs> it might be worse. Um,
0: but a couple other special mentions, toy crossbows that shoot real toothpicks. Yeah,
1: oh. did you see the um, the kite tube? That was quite a good kite one. kite tube, I did see that. Go on, James, explain yeah, the kite so tube. so that's So it's basically an inflatable kite. It's quite big, isn't it? I think, you know, you're talking sort of seven, eight foot across. (laughs) And you tie it to the back of a boat and you just sit on it. (laughs) And because it's sort of, yeah, it's inflatable. So as the boat goes along, air gets under this kite and you're sat on this thing that it goes up into the air, basically. And
0: spins around, flips over, smashes you against the water.
1: yeah. And it it can go up to like three stories. Yeah. That's how long the wire yeah. is. You know, if you've got a six-year-old sat on that, it just flips over like three stories high. Yeah. Well, that's just crazy. But yeah, I think you can still get this. Actually, I think it's still available. Yeah, just crazy ideas. There was a Barbie, a rollerblade and
0: Barbie, and to make the sparks come at the back of a rollerblade, it had one of the rollers from like a, you know, like a a lighter yeah like a flint a flint yeah and kids were rolling that across the legs of their shell suits and setting themselves <laughs> on fire <laughs> it's like those you know the halloween costumes and the disney costumes or all these kids going up in flames because they went too near yeah, their mom's yeah, cigarette yeah. and stuff I know, it's um, bad, yeah. mental kids toys and some of these are quite recent you know
1: yeah that kite tube quite yeah. recent um do you remember? Like aqueducts. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure my kids had some aqua beads, yeah. aqueducts I mean, they might have redone them since. i <laughs> I <like to> think <laughs> they've stopped using GHB. Yeah, you'd hope no. so. There must be other things they can use, but I'm pretty sure that yeah.
0: mental stuff out there, the hoverboards that were going on fire, burning people's houses down and crazy toys. Yeah. We need a real hoverboard. Yeah. So, so that was a wee, wee grumpy bit, a wee dangerous bit at the end of our christmas podcast
1: right so this is it this is christmas christmas 2023 christmas eve nearly christmas day because it's getting late how have we got to 2023 this year's gone so fast i I think and christmas has just come around so quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, but this is, I, you know, it's kind of weird because I'm I'm kind of, I'm, I am really looking forward to Christmas this year because it feels like it's the first one for quite a while. That's perhaps a bit normal, mm-hmm. you know, so 2019 and then you had COVID. That was just complete right off. Yeah. Even that year, the following year, it was a bit sort of um and ah mm-hmm. in. And then even last year, there was all this kind of like uh, cost of living and, you know, people were struggling and and, and people still are struggling. But I think that perhaps this year, I hope, will be the first one that feels a bit normal. Yeah, I hopefully. hopefully. Um, and, I, and I think that perhaps it should be mentioned, because I know that like we've had a, a laugh talking mm-hmm. about this, uh, talking about Christmas and what we do and, and things like that. And I know that a lot of people don't enjoy Christmas. And there's a lot of people who perhaps... Um, don't have family members to enjoy it with and perhaps don't have children to enjoy it with. So for those people, if they are listening, then do remember that there are charities and people that you can speak to because it does get quite difficult for some people this time of year, you know, everyone else is having fun and they're just left on their own. So, you know, there are certain charities like the Samaritans or maybe shelter, if you're struggling for accommodation that, you know, you, you can speak to or even if you wanted to drop us an email and we'll happily speak to you. Yeah. We'll listen. Um, uh, we'll always listen. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, stay safe, um, enjoy it best best you can. Um, you know, and happy Christmas to everyone. Yeah.
0: Well said, James. Um,
1: I, I always
0: think that the, the hardest thing to do is to admit that you're unhappy or alone or just needing someone to talk to, but, as hard as it is, as soon as you do it, it'll be the best thing you've ever done. And Absolutely. you'll be made up that you've done it. So, so yeah. Anyway, enjoy your
1: Christmas. On that note, yeah. yeah. On that note, happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. Goodwill to all men and women.
0: That's been the most dangerous podcast, our Christmas special. It's been a pleasure as always, James. I hope you have a Absolutely. great day tomorrow with the kids, and I'll catch up with you soon. And you, mate. Happy Christmas. Bye, everyone. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, pal. Bye-bye. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.